Hey, birth bosses. Are you looking for a way to systemize your business to be able to take on more clients with less work, increase marketability, add passive income streams, and have a strategic plan for growth? If you said yes, I have combined two of my top selling programs, the Birth Boss Mastermind and the Birthpreneur Vault, to create the perfect course for you if you are a birth or postpartum professional who's ready to get serious about building your dream business. The Birth Boss Academy is coming September 19th. Head to the show notes and click on the link to get on the waitlist now. Hey, hey, welcome to the Birth Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jody Condon, and in this episode, we are going to talk about networking. I'm going to give you the lowdown on how and why you need to network in your business. And just so we're clear, The definition of networking is the action or process of interacting with others to exchange information and develop professional or social contacts, right? So when we are networking in our business, we are connecting with other professionals that share our ideal clientele, right? We are caring for the same people, not necessarily the same exact people, but we're caring for similar clients. So ultimately, we're giving those clients the most comprehensive care we possibly can just by offering our services and helping them find other services that can be helpful and then working with those practitioners to build both of our businesses. So we're going to go into the nitty gritty of who we're going to network with and why we're going to network with those people. So I'm going to give you a few ideas. This week in the Business for Birth and Postpartum Professionals group, it's a Facebook group that I created that focuses solely on the business side of birth and postpartum care. If you are not a member of that group, get on your phone or your computer. Business for Birth and Postpartum Professionals, join it. It is a phenomenal way to get lots of business tips, tricks, tools every day, full times a day. You give and you get in that group, right? You ask the things that you have questions about and you get a lot of good information also. So if you're not a member, hop right on. But getting back to networking. So making a list of people that you think would be beneficial to network with, maybe pick you know, five or six categories that you are going to explore locally. I would maybe put doulas and childbirth educators on that list. And if you're a postpartum doula, then a birth doula would be a really good idea, right? Because they obviously share a similar client with you, but they, because of just the lifestyle of being on call, probably cannot commit to six 10, 12 weeks of care for a client. So obviously they want the best for their client. They want them to have care after the birth. So they're going to need a solid group of postpartum doulas to refer to. So you want to be in that group, right? Childbirth educators, they have a captive audience of pregnant people and they may do a series. They may have one-off classes, but you know they may talk about birth doula care, the benefits, they may talk about postpartum care, and then they obviously will talk about who in that area 
can fulfill those services. So if you're a doula, a childbirth educator would be someone to network with. If you're a childbirth educator, a doula would be someone to network with, right? I love getting to know OBs and midwives and home birth midwives, especially. And I've done most of my networking. This is funny, but most of my networking with OBs have been in the hospital room, not necessarily while a client is in labor, but sort of just casually chatting with them after, missing myself before maybe, or just thanking them or doing a little wrap up. And even OBs want the best, right, for their patients. They want their patients to have care outside of just the care that they are providing outside of just the clinical world. So having a birth or postpartum doula to talk about with their patients is is beneficial for them too, because then they get the reputation of being, A, open to having a doula, which is sometimes rare. We would like to think it's not. But also just because they, most of the time, genuinely care, right, about their patients. So they want them to have adequate support during labor or postpartum. Home birth midwives, I love because it's just, it's a much closer relationship that you can have with them. They generally have smaller practices than the larger OB practices and you get to know them more. I personally have had two home births. So my home birth midwives, I know them, I love them. And it's very easy to be someone on their referral list because you have, as a, as a pregnant person, you have a much closer relationship with your midwife. If you're having a home birth, you spend much more time with them. So you get to know them, you get to trust them, you get to love them. And when they refer someone and and being that referral, the patient who is calling me most of the time already trust me, they already love me because they were referred by someone they know, love and trust. So it it works wonderfully that way when you have practitioners. This happens a lot with chiropractors. So I have one chiropractor in particular that I have a very close relationship with. I met her prior to being pregnant with my last two children. I was a patient of hers through both of my pregnancies and postpartum and currently with my three children. She is just one of those people who has close relationships with her patients. So again, when she refers them to me, they already trust me. They already like me. They already know they want to work with me. And because I have a larger business and an agency, it then just becomes a personality match. It come it, it, it comes down to they already trust me. They want to work with hip to heart. But now it's just finding them someone to actually work one-on-one with, whether it's birth or postpartum. So chiropractors should be on your list. Prenatal yoga studios are one of my favorite places to network with. You can be anyone in the birth and postpartum community. And prenatal yoga studios have obviously a captive audience of pregnant people that ultimately are interested in their health and wellness, right? So we can sometimes assume that they've educated themselves on what is going to be beneficial for them for pregnancy and also postpartum. So maybe if you are connecting with a prenatal yoga studio, you can talk to the teacher or the owner and maybe you could 
come in after one of the classes and talk about the benefits of having a doula. You can offer a childbirth ed class in the studio and maybe give their members a discount. But what's really beneficial about that is for the teacher or the yoga studio owner, they know that you or they have learned that you also have a large community of people that you're associated with. So yes, it's beneficial for you because they have a captive audience, but you also are potentially bringing people into the studio that may want to take classes, but just either aren't members yet or didn't know that classes were offered. So you are helping them grow their business and they are helping you grow your business. All of the people you network with should, the relationship should be mutually beneficial. It doesn't work if you're in it just to grow your business and you don't have much to offer them, obviously. So you have to think of people to connect with that you can help each other. Mental health counselors, that's a wonderful, wonderful place to connect. Especially recently, post-pandemic, I'm finding, at least in my area, that all of the or most of the therapists and, and psychologists have a pretty long wait list. So what's happening is they're trying to get in these prenatal and postpartum clients, but sometimes it takes weeks or even a month or two. So they're referring out to postpartum doulas to try to bridge that gap, getting them care, hands-on, in-home to help them be supportive and wait until they can get in to see their mental health professionals. So that's been really tough too. We've had clients that have been on a wait list for a month or two or three, and it's unfortunate. But, you know, as a small business, as someone who could potentially only take a client or two at a time because of the nature of the business, I know that even when our clients need us, we still have to have boundaries, right? So sometimes in my head, I'm like, why can't that therapist just see one more patient or tack on one hour to their day? But if they did that for everyone who needed them, they'd be working 24-7, right? So as a small business, as a practitioner, I respect those boundaries. Even though sometimes I wish that they were different, I definitely respect their need blocking off the time that they work and then not working on the times that they are off the schedule. Pelvic floor, physical therapists are wonderful people to connect with as people who are, are in the birth and postpartum community. Small business owners like maternity stores, maternity births, newborn photographers are wonderful. Hospital education departments, I guess, I don't know what else you call it. The head of the education department, connect with them. See if they need someone to teach classes, maybe. See if there are classes that they're not offering that maybe you have a curriculum for. So they may need you to teach or may just need your curriculum. So lucrative either way. But also gives you, the chan gives you a chance to meet them, educate them a little bit about what you do and the services you provide. And then who knows, it could spark some sort of collaboration. And that's the other thing that networking does. It's not just how can you help my business? How can I help your business? It's being creative and figuring out how you can work together to educate the community. And an example I always give is, and this is like my favorite collaboration, and I've done 
uh, not my favorite, one of my favorites, I should say, for anyone who's listening that I've collaborated with. They're all awesome. I always have lots of great ideas of people that I want to interview or do a mini course with or a Q&A or, or something like that. But I did a Q&A sort of little teaching bit about gassy babies. And it was for pregnant people or people who just had a baby or really anyone who was interested. But it was me as a postpartum doula, an IBCLC and a chiropractor. And what we talked about was the chiropractor talked about the body work piece of it. The IBCLC talked about gut health. And I talked about the soothing piece at home. So, you know, what you can do with a gassy baby if you don't have a chiropractor in front of you and don't work with an IBCLC, how could I be helpful for you working with this baby at home? And I was giving these tools that you could do immediately to help. But we we gave the how, the why, the where, the when, all the things. And it was totally free and it was so beneficial. I mean, what is one thing that you hear people talk about that they're so nervous they're going to have a gassy baby? So not even that it was free. I mean, I think people would have paid for it, but you know, it had a really great turnout because it wasn't just one person's opinion or or one person teaching you. It was three totally different parts of how can we understand and help with a gassy baby. So that was a great collaboration. And there's so many possibilities. You just have to get out there and connect with people. So I gave you a few ideas of who to connect with. And then obviously, we're going to figure out why we're connecting with them. So they have a similar clientele. It gets double the eyes and ears on you, right? So it gets new eyes and ears. It's your following. It's also their following. You can benefit from their referral list because now you are taking a look at their list and maybe finding that you didn't have that clients are asking for. And because you trust this practitioner because you've connected with them and created a relationship with them, you can trust that they have now vetted the people on their list and it's people that they know and love. So you can now even expand your networking list, right? People you want to connect with. And then just a way to have continued connections, right? It's a way to not necessarily be trying so hard and looking all the time. It's having someone bring these connections to you, right? And and we always want to work smart, right? We always want to, and, and this is sort of networking 101, right? Instead of trying to find single pregnant people, postpartum people, spend your time connecting with the practitioners who already have a ca- captive audience of those people. And and you hope that people are reaching out to you, right, to network with and connect with. So it's a really easy way to get yourself out in the community, to get known, to educate people, but to also expand your audience and grow your business, right? And ultimately, that is our goal. That is what we want to do, especially people who are new to the birth community and postpartum community. This is a very easy way that you can start growing your business today. You don't have to wait to connect with people. You can call, you can email. One of my favorite ways to connect with someone is on social media, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, send them a message. And that way, 
if they've read it. Sometimes when you email someone and they don't respond right away, you wonder if it went to spam or maybe they're uninterested. There's so many unknowns that if you DM them on Instagram, you can see when they look at it, right? So I always give people the benefit of the doubt. If they read something and a few days go by, I always check in one more time. I am definitely guilty of reading a message, being so interested in responding, but then something happens or life gets in the way and I forget about it. So I actually really appreciate when someone checks back in if I haven't gotten back to them. And then from there, I can either say, oh, thank you for checking in. I'm not really interested at this time. Or thank you for checking in. I'm so excited that you messaged me. I read it and then just totally forgot about it. Let's connect at whatever time. So I want to leave you guys with one quote that I love from someone that I love, Dolly Parton. If your actions create a legacy that inspires others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, then you are an excellent leader. And we all want to be this person. We all want to be this excellent leader in our community, right? So continue being bosses and I will catch you guys next time. 